Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Do you remember E.T.? Of course. And uh, do you know that when he was trying to phone home, or she, I don't know, uh, or they, uh, the the, the antennas uh, made out of aluminum foil, what E.T. was doing was he was creating distance. So what I mean by this was um, trying to escape the noise or uh, literally escape this planet by making himself a sharper radar, a conduit for the higher ups, right, so they could find him. And I feel like, and here's my question to you, hmm. we need to create distance for us to tap into our higher ups, for us to phone home, yes. right? Yeah. Fuck yes. And this reminds me of a lot of things that you do, um, the tiny little joys, all the science behind, you know, um, mm. the all the exercises, the, you know, the, the trauma stuff, Hope, the, the nervous stuff, system, yeah. mm -hmm. all that to me is creating distance. How are some ways you are creating distance today? And by doing so, you're tapping into something greater. You know what I'm trying to do a lot of is to unplug. Mm. And like not because I think like I've been very overwhelmed the past couple of weeks by like this thing that I call the endless thread, which is just like everyone you know is talking to you all the time on an yes. endless thread yeah. of like you're not you're, you're not doing a good job of unplugging when uh 10 minutes ago <laughs> mc's like should we do this podcast i know and, and like i don't know well and then she's like all right let's do it and so now she's plugged back in and she's trying to unplug well i'm trying to unplug for because you can't like as you right. know like the, right. the work that we do we have to be in front of screens we have to be creating content we have to be talking to people you know, and I also love the threads with friends and family members mm -hmm. and stuff. It's just like, how do you, the, one of the ways I've been trying to create distance is by giving myself more bigger chunks of time when I am not checking stuff, which sounds so basic and simple, mm -hmm. but it's really hard to implement. I find it hard to implement. And what are you doing dur during those chunks of time? Just working, writing, reading, Things that you hike. want to do. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or, or even just whatever I'm doing, making sure that I'm f actually focusing on it and it alone, you know, instead of like, I'm trying to write a book proposal and I'm also yeah, checking yeah. four different social media, you know, message accounts. boxes. Right. Yeah, totally. I and stopped checking conversations. Yeah, yeah I, I know that um, this is not good. I need to be better at it because uh, it's, it's, you know, you're, you're ignoring your audience. But I stopped checking mm -hmm. messages a few years ago. Did um, you really? Just, I just because who has the time? I, I it's it's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible in what way? What do you mean? Just, there's just so many people, and like I don't even yeah, have a yeah. big following, but there's so many people, and they want well, so yes. much from you. You know, yeah. like because they're, yeah. they're 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 floating into your inbox, dropping the their heaviest thing. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so it's not a message. Um, it's a conversation. So mm -hmm. and it's it's like a it's like the whole like a decision tree thing. It just, you know, you start yeah. chatting up this person and then they're gonna obviously respond. Right. And, and this is just wait, first of all, there's there's the front, which is the comments, but then what about DMs? Are you kidding me? I can't check every Oh, I'm talking DM. about DMs. Oh, you're talking about oh, I don't so I don't I <laughs> Yep. Okay. So MC. You can't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> you, 
no, you're going to eventually be able to not do that too. It's going to happen mm-hmm. soon where um, if you have, say, 200 DMs, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't, it's impossible to engage. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And so you actually have to kind of pick and choose. Um, and, and as far as your comment, you can't respond to every comment. Mm-hmm. Also, it kind of mentally, emotionally kind of, you, you can get hijacked because people could also say shit that hurts your feelings or that oh, activates totally. you. Yeah. And yeah, now yeah. that's lingering. Now there's residue and you yeah. are trying to write or do other things. And you're like, why the fuck? Why did that? Why did they say? It? Okay. You know, and then you start checking yourself and. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yes. What is yes. the most absurd thing that someone has said or done or gotten angry at you about on the internet? Um, two things. One was uh, the, I, I wrote a post about beige underwear. And, um, oh, fuck. I remember that. You know what's interesting about this? Okay. So, so, so the first post about beige underwear was, I think, 2011. And it, it got mm-hmm. nothing but like laughs because okay. you know, it, it basically said, I think I typed on my vintage pro, uh, typewriter, um, non negotiable number three, no beige underwear. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Me saying it's, I don't know, something about, about beige. I don't know. It's kind of a metaphor, but also meant literally too. Whatever mm. it's my, so back then it, it was okay. People thought it was kind of funny, whatever. Yeah. When I posted it, I don't know, a couple of years ago. So, you know, because I don't read comments, um, I got a, a text message from a friend. They're like, dude, are you reading what's, are you even, do you even know oh, what's shit. happening? I'm like, no. He's like, go to your post. And it was just like, you need to get canceled. Who the fuck are you? Like, and I get it. It's, it's a different time. Um, yeah. Did I, I, you freak I think, out? I, well, first I was like shocked because I literally, it was the same exact post that I posted. It's yeah, not like yeah, I made yeah. any changes. Yeah. It was an image. It was an, an image of, but then I started thinking, I was like, um, I also want to take ownership. I was like, I, I get it. Like, who am I mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. say what um, color underwear women should wear and not wear? You know, I, I could say like, you know, maybe for me, but once you start telling people what to do and a what platform. not to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And so I, um, I apologize. I took it down. I, I saw how that can be offensive and uh, irresponsible. Mm-hmm. So that was number one. And then the second one was when I um, tanned my taint. Uh, and I, oh, fuck. <laughs> so he, here's what's interesting about this. So I, I was wearing this rope and I did, so I, um, I did it as a photograph and it didn't show anything, obviously. Uh, so I, I, I took a video and I, and I, and I thought the video might have showed too much. So I, so I paused it on and I cut, did the photograph thing and it didn't get anything bad. It was just like, Oh, it's, you know, it's funny. It's, it's John being John. Here's what's interesting. Um, a few months later on, um, you know, on Instagram reels, you can, copy someone's audio oh of course because i copied your audio you can yeah. take someone's audio mm-hmm. and, and, and do b-roll yep. well i came across some audio about just like you know seize the day or whatever and i thought oh and i was scrolling through my videos like what do i have to and it's like oh, i don't want to just show another video of me on my motorcycle and i was like oh i'll do the taint video because i posted a photo <laughs> of it and it was cool dude i posted the video of it and it shows mm-hmm. barely a oh, shadow shit. of it shows a shadow of my testicle like, like, you, oh, I mean, no. it's, it's quick because I'm rocking. Yeah. I'm rocking. You know, I'm yeah. trying to get okay. all the sun. Got it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think it shows just a little too much. And I lost 2,000 followers. <laughs> and 2,000 people said, said, see ya. And then I got um, not a lot of hate, but a lot of mixed messages, comments, and what we know this kind of thing. And then I, and then I thought to myself, 
um, I shouldn't have done that. But then I, but then mm. I like left it up as kind of a statement where it's like, it's, so I had this inner conflict where, okay, I shouldn't have done that. And then of course I care that I'm losing an audience. So that, so 2000 followers. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then after a while I sat with it and I was like, you know what? It's me. I, I'm not going to take it down. And and if they're, yeah. if they're, if this is offensive to them, I, I don't want them to follow me uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, it's, it's just who I am. So they're not your people. Right. Right. Not, yeah. Yeah. And so um, it's still up and um, there's a video of me tanning my teeth. I can't believe so. you lost 2000 people. Like, how do you see that? Just instantly your, your count it, dropped. It like dropped, that. it dropped overnight, 24 hours. <sighs> uh, yeah. And it wasn't like, so I don't think I would have noticed 200 because it, it you know, you'll, it'll say, I don't know where yeah. 87,000, it doesn't have like, or maybe it does. Is that right, a point? It's a granular. Uh, yeah, I don't um, know. But, but um, it, it was 2K less, I noticed. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a that's story. Wild. Yeah. Seriously. What, I, what, I worry have, a lot about our done, culture. Well, let me ask you this. Have you, have, have you experienced the same or not so much? I have, but over like really funny small things because I think I haven't been around long enough to like greatly offend anybody yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it so there's three things. One, anytime you're talking about something you did that costs someone money, people like say it should be free, as if mm-hmm. oh, I have yeah, a patron yeah, yeah. who's yeah, you yeah, know yeah, who's yeah, paying yeah. for my right, entire right, life right, and everything right. I do should be free. Yeah, so, so there's a, that. Generally, people are, like, are cheap for sure. <laughs> whatever and then um people a lot of people have gotten angry that i like i gesticulate a lot like i i'm kind of a i use my hands a lot when i speak or i click my pen and people people get angry about that yeah and then the third thing was that i did um there's an exercise that i like to do called absurd hope where you like make i think we might have talked about it on one of the other episodes basically the idea is that you like you hope for a future, but not one that's yours. So you don't have to worry about like, you know, reality mm-hmm. coming in or your doubt. Hey, wanted to share with you something I'm super excited about. If you go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium, you not only get commercial free episodes, but also something I'm introducing called series rotating wellness topics, but not only lessons, but what do we do with this information? How do we thread this into our life so we could change our life? Go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash premium. So my future was that I was going to be like a a ballerina in Paris. Mm -hmm. I'm 41. I'm not going to be a ballerina anywhere. Number one. (laughs) And number two, that I could eat, um, that I had like, so I was a a ballerina in Paris and I had a baguette in my bag and I was in, Mm. in, you know, a park wearing like cashmere, uh, leg warmers. Mm -hmm. And someone was like, got really angry on TikTok about it not being body positive. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, look, someone's, Someone somewhere is going to have a problem with something. Everything, <laughs> oh, totally. Everything, yeah. I I, I can't imagine um, people being offended by you at all, as far as like how you show up. Um, mm. Me, I get it. I get it with me because I, mm. I I can be uh, I, I I could um, do things without thinking. That's my pattern. But for you, what I can imagine happening is a lot of debates, a lot of like 
you know, yeah. what they think yeah. is right, what you think you're, you know, them calling you <laughs> out on, you know, data <laughs> research, like that kind of stuff. So I could see that being heated. Oh, totally. Um, the one that I do get did. a lot is like, oh, have you ever heard of Gabor Mate? You should check out Gabor Mate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Gabor Mate is not even a trauma. <laughs> like he doesn't even, he's a, he's a physician, which is great. And he's doing amazing yeah. work, but like, yeah, it's just funny people. Yeah. Is, is there a difference in um, <clears throat> the messages that the stuff that he shares and you share? I'm sure there's overlap as well. Why are they saying that? Or just one person? Um, I think because he's a dude. And so they can't, oh. like, people have a hard time taking in a female researcher as mm. serious. Because all think about all the people you know in the trauma space, Bessel van der Kolk, like, Gabor mm. Mate, mm. you know, all these people who are, by their own rights, amazing people. But I'm here, too. Not that I'm the same as them. It's just funny when people refer me to these people as if, like, I've never heard of them or, you know what I mean? It's just... <laughs> Yeah, I, I can see yeah. that the, the the kind of subtle what's underneath the um, referral. Yeah, totally. Yeah. that's like being like, John, have you ever heard of the DSM? There's this thing called the DS, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. licensed. <laughs> you know? Got it. Yeah. You know what would be nice if they said to you, uh, Gabor Mate should look at your stuff. I think he should because he doesn't <laughs> use enough nuance. Honestly, yeah, he's far too reductive in what he says. Oh shit! There's gonna be comments comments now <laughs> and he doesn't know the I, history i think it's important when we know we know the history of a thing so boom. you know there are so Top many five. um talking heads and so many mm-hmm. um opinions that i think it's more important now than ever to kind of speak up and show yourself because shit what, oh, totally. what, do, you have to, what do you have to lose i mean there's so much noise that okay well yeah. then don't mute yourself and live with that or right. speak speak up and you know what there might be um a day or two that there's some kind of whatever, but then it it, it leaves very fast. People mm-hmm. move on move on to the next very fast. Do you ever worry about getting like big time capital C canceled? I would only worry because I have a child to feed. I've got right. you know totally. mortgages like yeah yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I mean, I I get you know what I guess. I guess it would be a big deal because it would also wipe out your 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 um your publishing like you wouldn't be able to write books anymore. Yeah. Like right. if you got if you got big time capital C canceled, um yeah. the the publisher the publishing houses would not want to work with you. Like like studios mm-hmm. don't work with actors who have been canceled, right? Right, and right, right. So you would actually Yeah. Yeah. I mean now that I think about it, that would you would have no career. Your career would be taken mm-hmm. from you. I don't I think mean, that should be allowed. That's wild. It's, I mean, there's good and bad. I, I, I think the fact that rocks are being turned over, I think the fact that, mm-hmm. um, you know, the power yes. of, the power of, of people and, and, you know, the collective, I think is a mm-hmm. good thing. Um, but yes, the, the, the other side of this is bullying and uh, people being yeah. reprimanded and canceled way too soon or without, you know. Yeah. Without warrant. Yeah. What new revelation have you had in the last week about okay. about anything? About love, about life, about yeah. Both hands are two up. Things. If you're if you're if you're both listening to this, up. both hands are up. <laughs> two <laughs> two things two answers. Come to mind. Number one, um, the phrase attitude adjustment. <laughs> Did you ever get oh. this like from your parents? 
Uh, no, my like parents, you, yeah, we spoke different languages. <laughs> um, we, like you need an attitude adjustment. Okay. But I could see that. Yeah. I could see a parent telling a child, a teenager, <laughs> yeah. you need an attitude adjustment for sure. I feel like sometimes I need to tell myself that. And sometimes that's the most like loving thing to be like, you need an attitude adjustment. Like, oh, stop. but in, in what way? What's Just the attitude? I think we can, we get so, I get so bogged down in the stress and what's next mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. where am I going and what's this next thing going to be and how fast am I going to finish it? And um, I miss all these moments, you know, like mm. you you eat a meal and you don't even know, you're like, what did I even just eat? Right, I didn't right. taste it. I didn't sit, right. you know, and, and I get really bogged down in the stress. And so um, the attitude adjustment, I was thinking about just like a camera kind of clicking into a different focus and just mm-hmm. like looking at something different or going more granular and it's like Mm -hmm. okay you need yes all this stuff is true and here is this moment we are here having this conversation that's super fucking cool you know like do you get that you don't get that from friends partner or anything about the whole edit that's that's you putting that on yourself you're saying oh that's me yeah that's me putting it i'm sure people would want to say that to me if they haven't (laughs) no yeah but i put that on myself okay That's interesting. I like it. Okay. Yeah. The second thing was um, I I started this new little practice. I I had a couple of things happen in a row where I was feeling really crappy, like physically. um, And I was getting really bogged down in that. And I was like, okay, you're not going to forget that you're in pain. So what if you Mm -hmm. make a list of what's going well anyway, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it can be as small as like the Tylenol is taking the edge off of this pain or mm-hmm. like this pillow is really comfortable or thank God I already paid my rent this month. Like, what you know, whatever the small thing is, like what things are going well anyway, which is kind of an iteration on tiny little joys. But I feel like it's also it has this like subversive, like fuck you to the bad day kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, cool. I hear you. Like this sucks. And here's this other thing. Um. It is a giant, it it is a giant and meaning, uh, you know, yes, there's pain in my foot or whatever's happening. Um, Mm -hmm. and most people just stop there. They end it with the period. Um, yeah. But, but when you start, start, whether it's a list or if you're just, uh, thinking out loud, thinking about, uh, all the things that are good, uh, then Mm -hmm. yes, then you, then you create an and you create a possibly a distraction and now, yeah, leverage. Yeah. And it just, it balances it out. So you don't go to that place of like, Am I always going to feel like this? Why is this mm-hmm. happening? You know, yeah, that like yeah. spiral of yes, doom kind of the thing. spinning. Yeah, totally. What about you? Have you had any epiphanies? Besides my ET? <laughs> uh, hey, that one's good. I'm going to be thinking about yeah, ET and recent I, I, um, I mean, just kind of going back to that and kind of um, um, highlighting something. Um, I think one of the keys to life is creating distance. And so we were just talking about spinning. Okay. So good example, um, not getting hijacked by your thoughts, which, which, you know, we, we all do, uh, but mm-hmm. creating distance, almost seeing your thoughts through a snow globe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when we meditate, we're creating distance, um, boundaries, healthy boundaries are is creating distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, you know, Buddhism is all about distance. So you're not getting hooked. Um, creating also creating distance from, a lot of the things that you are chasing. And so, yeah. it's, you know, so you're not lying with doesn't happen mm-hmm. and then you fall off that huge cliff. So creating distance, um, you know, the, the word that comes to my, my, uh, my mind is, um, 
it's cumulative. It's cumulative. Mm. So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if you're having a bad day, mm-hmm. it, it's cumulative. Tell me if you have a bad month, you know? Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I actually yeah. I had a great month, but I had that one bad day. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you have pain, you know, in your leg, um, it's cumulative as in, you know, how's, how the other, the other parts of your body and then what, yeah. you know, how you're going to feel like next week. So distance, and I think part of this is being 50. I think um, I'm at a point in my life where um, I'm definitely going through something uh, internally, this kind of weird shakeup where I'm reflecting a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about uh, all the things that I wanted so bad. I want a little mm-hmm. bit less, mm-hmm. you know? Even like you, um, we, you know, we were talking um, about uh, uh, you and I, I think a couple weeks ago, we were texting back and forth about some TV stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say what you said. You said, um, fuck television. <laughs> or you said some, something like that. You're like, well, who gives a fuck? Like, why? Why, why yeah, yeah, fuck TV. And I remember like, oh, like that kind of like um, shook me a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I mean, why, why not? Why? I mean, <laughs> Right. why why does does i mean i have a story and it's tied to stuff but why does um television have to be the prom queen you know mm. get uh you you already have the um the best friend who has the heart of gold who is the drummer the short hair mm-hmm. <laughs> name that movie <laughs> some oh kind of God. wonderful some kind yes. of wonderful yes um why are you chasing this shine and Fuck that. Fuck uh, that. And, and so, yeah, I was like, so there's a lot of that kind of stuff happening these days where I'm questioning and, um, uh, but everything, not just, not just career stuff, mm-hmm. but, uh, just curious and questioning uh, like everything, you know? Do you feel lost? No, I feel more found. I feel more, mm-hmm. I feel, uh, I don't feel lost. I feel more like, uh, this is, uh, Carl Jung talks about the, uh, the moon, the second half of your life, mm-hmm, being more, mm-hmm. more moon, yep, more yep, calm, yep. more. And uh, I feel like I've been sun way too much. Um, I'm already mm-hmm. an airy sign, so yeah, yeah. Just, just a fucking spaz. I've been a spaz my entire <laughs> life, so to actually Wait, we can't, we're not, that word is not allowed. Oh, oh, that's oh. There's another word. Oh, you're right. You're. Mm-hmm. I get it because it's okay. Shit, am I gonna get canceled? Hey, um, <laughs> what can I replace that word with? <laughs> um. There's so many words we can't use these days. I know. Well, what um, did you mean I, that I, you're 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 I'm, impulsive? Um, impulsive. I'm um, mm-hmm. um, a chicken with its head cut off. I don't know if we can use that word either. Um, <laughs> the, the image of that, you know, like yeah, 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 um, yeah. But um, so violent. Like 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 uh, like like uh, you know when you say um, I'm killing two birds. That mm-hmm. probably is not. That's probably not a code. You yeah, know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would I, I high energy. Can you say kosher? <laughs> Oh, I don't even know if I can say kosher. God, yeah, I don't know if I can say kosher. That's because that now it's uh, okay. Um, I was I was very high energy. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The word spaz is what people called me. I was I was mm-hmm. very high energy, and uh, I finally feel now in my life there's a shift where uh, I mean I'm still high strong, but it's in my it's in my my stars my DNA. But mm-hmm. I'm a lot more like. Uh, able to pull back, able to create distance, able to see mm-hmm. the big picture, you know? Um, and then I, I am able a little bit more to say, fuck that <laughs> to, to, to certain things. Yeah. 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 Do you know about the, um, did we talk about the, um, the riverbank perspective? No. 
No. David Denborough, I think this is from him. He talks about how like so basically when you're most of the time in your life you're you're it's like you're standing in the river and you're mm-hmm. trying to like keep right. yourself grounded but the you know the current is going past yeah. and you get hit by a branch and all this stuff is happening. And he says there this is in a narrative therapy exercise. It's really critical to get a river bank perspective to step out mm-hmm. of the river. Mm-hmm. And then look at it as a separate thing. Is that kind of that's the image I'm getting when you say yes, create distance. Yeah, yes, to get that yes. different perspective. Um, the difference between being in the trenches and pulling back. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. Um, I also, you know, I think I've said this to you in the last episode. You know, the idea that every part of your story will be used. Um, mm. I keep going going back to that because uh, spent half my life trying to rip out chapters, and now I'm like, no, it's all going to be used. It's all, mm-hmm. uh, there's a reason for, for all of the things, even the things that don't happen, um, is yep. going to, is going to be a payoff in some way. Liz Gilbert tells this story about how she is walking down the street in New York and there's this guy working on a really tall ladder and she goes mm-hmm. and she holds the ladder for him cause he doesn't have a spot. And as soon as he starts coming down, she like walks away from the ladder and she's like, I, that might be why I was here on this earth. That might have been my purpose was to hold that ladder, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, why are you saying this? Because when you told me all of your all of all of your story, what is it? How do you say it? All of your story. Uh, all, counts? all parts of yours. All parts of your story will be used. You told me that in 2011. And I oh, would shit. swear to God, like hand <laughs> hey, to heart. Hey, don't tell people I, that. That just means that I, I'm not original. <laughs> I haven't come up with anything new in uh, what is that? 12 years. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. But that phrase, like you might have been in my life for that one sentence, because I fully do not think I would still be here on the planet if I, if you hadn't said that to me, because that was such, no, for real. Like that was because my, my path has been real wandering and it didn't make sense. And I'm a sense making being. And when things don't make sense, that really rattles me. And I, I don't think I would have made it through without that Wait, anchor. How, how old were you? Um, had you already mm-hmm. lost your parents then? Both your parents? I had. And I was in the middle of grad school. And right. I had just just gotten married. Oh, so yeah, huge life things. Huge life things. Yeah. And I just, and, and so uh, enormous shifts have happened since then. Yeah. And yeah. like every step of the way, it looked like this what the fuck like this chapter isn't going to fit this doesn't yeah. this doesn't even yeah. this isn't even telling a story anymore so it like kind of buffered me at that moment but then i kept coming back to that idea so so many times i should get it yeah. tattooed maybe we get a matching tattoos i uh, okay. yeah i um i think that also goes back to the whole riverbanks thing um, i mm-hmm. mean when you say all parts of your story will be used um, when you're in the part of your story, and if you're listening, you may be in that part now where you're like, mm-hmm. this does not fit in my uh, anywhere. It's a it's a bad chapter. It's, um, yeah. you know, it's got gum and spaghetti. I don't want this. I want to rip this shit out. It doesn't belong right. in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't see that when you're in standing in the river. You can only see that when you're, you know, yeah. like you said, on the banks. Uh, then you're like, oh, I see why that happened. And totally. Totally. Makes sense now. Yeah. So, so I, so as, as I'm older now, I trust that more. I trust that Mm. it's going to play out or that, uh, uh, it's going to pay off. This is a setup to a payoff. I just don't know what it is yet, but I will. 
It's I think it's better. The payoff is better when you don't know what it is before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you're expecting the payout and you're waiting for the payout, even when you get the payout, it doesn't it's not the same. Well, I mean, that's as an audience. I mean, I mean, here's the other thing I think about. If things were good your entire life, you, uh, you don't yeah. really have that great of a story. Like, yeah. you know, I, I also believe that um, our stories are the most valuable things that we'll ever own. So when we mm-hmm. leave um, and there was no character arc, you never went anywhere and came back. Mm-hmm. What, what is what is no one's going to watch your movie, dude? Like it's, yeah. <laughs> nothing happened, you know? <laughs> right. Um, good for people, you. You played it safe. Yeah. Play, yeah. So people with the most amazing stories, I mean yeah unfortunately crazy bad things have happened to them and they have been Mm -hmm. chopped at their knees and um but then they have somewhere to go and then Mm -hmm. that's compelling and their character arcs and then how much they've changed and so like Mm -hmm. there's an amazing story there and so i think about that i'm I'm in for the ride as opposed to uh trying to clean it up or trying to yeah you know you almost kind of let go yeah, because you're just like, I'm going to wait and see how this unravels rather than like, I have to get to this point for this purpose. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny, though. I was sitting in the coffee shop the other day. And <laughs> there was this, this was happening right next to me. There was this um, set of friends that were catching up and, and they were probably like in their 70s, maybe like, mm-hmm. 70, like early 70s, mm-hmm. 72 is what I would guess. And they were talking about relationships. And this one guy was saying, you know, the the woman was saying how hard it is to have someone living in your house all the time. And the man was like, well, at least you have someone. And he went on to talk about how his last relationship was verbally abusive. And, and I, mm. I was looking at them thinking like, is this shit still going to be going on when we are 75 years old? Oh. <laughs> Do you know what wow. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like the- Some love- of us just- repeat the chapter over and over and over and over in a slightly different iteration. I don't, I don't think for us, I don't think for, I mean, uh, as much as I know you and um, I mean, also like generationally, I mean, Mm -hmm. they're 75. Mm -hmm. They have not uh, received the, uh, you know, what what we are getting as far as information, education. Yeah, um, that's true. You know. Healing. Healing. You know, mm-hmm. they um, they probably just grew up in survival mode and, and that's where the dial was locked, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's where they still are. Yep. Yeah. Why? Hey, if you're listening, um, one of the things that MC and I decided to do, and this is a, a, a great example of that, is that we said – Hey, let's do like um, a bunch of episodes and let's just um, turn the audio on and let's just chat. And uh, mm-hmm. um, obviously we're friends. And so that's kind of what we're doing here is um, hopefully our conversations are uh, helpful as well. But uh, <laughs> I, I just I love to just turn them, turn the mic on. Let's just pretend like we're having coffee and or catching up and uh, mm-hmm. people can hopefully feel that and uh you know they take it's not our it's not our uh job or responsibility what you take from this Mm. going back to going back to trusting things you know i would love it if people felt like they were part of the hang you know yes that's i mean that's um that's the goal is to kind of be a fly on the wall but Mm -hmm. and, and you know podcasting is such an intimate experience uh chances are you're listening to us in your ear and so there's something intimate about that uh, oh, that I didn't freaks experience me out sometimes, and I have it, to like take it, yes. the headphones. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I um, my mom says I have a, a Teji Moksidi, which is the voice of a pig. And so, um, <laughs> when when I sing, it's horrible. And so I, I'm very insecure about my voice. But um, the other day, where was it? Vanessa and I were. Oh, we were at a restaurant, and uh, oh no, no, we were at a uh, furniture store and mm-hmm. uh, downtown. And someone, someone's, and Vanessa and I were talking, and I'm loud because I'm, you know, I was going to say I'm loud because I'm Korean, but you can't say that shit. You can't. I'm just loud because I'm. You John can Kim. say that. Well, I don't know. Well, because it's a generalization. No, because then, then you're generalizing, right? My okay. my my yeah. people cancel me. Um, right. <laughs> I was at a furniture. We we're at a furniture store, and I was being loud. And the person behind the register looked up like she smelled something, but she heard something, which was my voice. And she said, "Hey, I recognize your voice." And it was the first oh. time. It was the first time in my life that they didn't recognize my face, but they oh, recognized crazy. my voice. She's like, I, "I listen to you all the time. I listen to your podcast." And I and I was like, "Oh, that's so weird." Oh, that um, is so weird. Yeah, it was the first time I had that moment where uh, my voice was recognized, not my face. I don't know that I would put it so. together quick enough. You know what I mean? Well, my point is, I mean, think about the podcast you listen to because it's so yeah. intimate. Yeah. Um, you would recognize voices very. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're listening to a podcast where they're already big celebrities, and you know, but like, like right. Tim Ferriss, I listen to Tim, Tim Ferriss often, mm-hmm. and um, I would recognize his voice that follows at a restaurant before I, if I didn't see his face, I'd be like, oh, that the way that he's, you know, tone That's matters. It, yeah. Yeah. That's so anyway. funny. What a weird way to get recognized. It was so, yeah, it was, it was really strange. And then, of course, instant, you know, when, when that happens, you start thinking about every episode you've done and what they totally. knew about you and how they felt about it. And yeah. so I, I kind of like slipped out and walked outside. <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't have a good memory for that. I have a really good memory for what other people tell me, like, client, you know, when clients tell me stuff, I'll remember that forever. Mm-hmm. But. Things I have said, I have no memory of. Oh, yeah. Me, me neither. Which I, I think I mean, is like, a, I'm kind of grateful for that because I don't remember. So right, then I can't right. feel cringy about it. Also, I've done, and I know you're doing a lot now too, but I've done 700 plus episodes of me basically talking mm-hmm. to myself. So, of course, I don't remember. Right. And, and of course, I've repeated things that I've said a million times, right. you know, my three jokes and, you know, stuff. <laughs> Anyway, one thing we are going to do, even though this is um, very in the here and now um, on purpose, uh, one, one thing we are going to do is the science of the day. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you this because I'm, uh, I'm stalling so MC can, think, MC can think of something. I got um, it. Don't worry. But she has more letters after her name than mine. And so what she's going to bring is um, every time we hang out, she's going to have a science of the day. A little science of the day. Um, Today is going to be a trauma one because I was doing some research on Mm. this today. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. So in any given like widely recognized traumatic event, we can look at the statistics and figure out more or less how many people end up having PTSD after that event, right? Mm -hmm. And so you look at a war, you look at a terrorist attack, and usually it's about 20% of the people who go through that event have long lasting yes yeah symptoms of ptsd um whether they are officially diagnosed or not um and the first numbers are coming out after the pandemic and globally the current studies estimate that about 22 percent of the population is dealing with long-lasting effects from the pandemic wow that's millions like two, that's like two billions wait I think it's billions. 
I had the number up, but I'm afraid to. So um, you're saying you're saying you're saying straight up PTSD. So it's not like mm-hmm. you're, you're saying two roughly two billion people from mm-hmm. the pandemic now have PTSD mm-hmm. from from that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just from the pandemic. Wow. I know. Globally. Like, I and, remember when the pandemic started, I was like, I had a really hard time getting my head around the fact that it was happening everywhere. Like, the global mm-hmm. nature of it just totally freaked me out. I was, I, or not, it didn't even freak me out. I just couldn't understand it. And now, and a lot of people were thinking when the pandemic was going on, like, this doesn't really count as trauma, you know? And the American Psychological Association still technically says that it wasn't technically trauma. I think that's mm-hmm. totally false. Yeah, totally. And that's proven by the fact that 20% of the global population, we have a really big problem. You know what I mean? Wow. So then the, my next question is, how are all those people affected now by the PTSD? And how is that rippling out into the world in their lives right. and uh, affecting other people, relationships, yep. parenting, yep. all that stuff? You know? Oh my gosh. The way they show up at work, their self-esteem, you yeah. know, suicide rates, all this stuff. It's wild. Um, Vanessa and I, 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 I mean, I guess we were lucky. So we had a child, like, oh my the god, day like the, pan- the week that it started. The, yeah, yeah. It, it was like we brought home a baby when the pandemic literally hit. Like the, the, the day yeah. it was, and so um, we were so busy, uh, you know, trying to raise an infant, and you know, Vanessa was breastfeeding. We'd never left the house, yeah. and it, it was actually the perfect time to have a child because, it, we, I don't think we were affected by the pandemic because that's not where our attention was we were you were gonna like on, shelter in place anyway i mean we're like, just trying to get some sleep and it was you know what i'm saying right. like it was uh, mm-hmm, and we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't have any fomo and no one else was doing anything mm-hmm. and so we were yeah raising a child for that entire time the only thing mm-hmm. i did during the pandemic uh was create the lab which was you know something right. i did on, on the side but other than that mm-hmm. there was nothing else happening and so um it was just uh you know changing diapers for, for us yeah that's wild we if I feel like we went into the the bathtub as a tornado hit the house, yeah, totally. Is that where where people go or basement or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the other thing I always try to talk about that number because it's actually really hopeful because that means eighty percent of the people who go through any given traumatic event don't have PTSD. Mm, so we have this right. idea that like if you have exposure to a trauma, then you have PTSD. That's totally false, right? Exactly. And that's MC and saying is, that's MC saying yeah. that there's pain, but there's also. Um, other yes. parts of her body that is <laughs> that is working just fine. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but the fact that that two billion people have PT have know, you know are struggling amazing. with after effects of trauma is is fucking wild. So that was the science of the day that blew me away. Wow, thank you for that. I love it. I love I love this thing that she brings to the table that I don't have, which is you know stuff like this. Facts, facts, <laughs> facts, and facts and legitimacy. <laughs> um, um, we're, we're going to end with this. I just thought of this. I think it's kind of cool. So uh, we're going to end with us asking the listener a question or two or a few mm-hmm. um, that we're not going to answer. So so I love leaving people with lingering questions for them to ask themselves. Okay. I mean, that's kind of what coaching is, but that's uh, – uh, mm-hmm. I think it's, it can be very powerful, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to take turns. Um, yep. I will go first to buy you some time. Question for you. What part of you have you disconnected with because life happened, because you got married, because you had a kid, because you went through the pandemic, because you moved? What part of you have you disconnected with? 
And what does it look like for you to connect to that part of you again? Mm. That's question, such a MC. good question. Okay. Thank you. Um, what, dear listener, <laughs> what, <laughs> do you remember Delilah? No. Did you listen that, to Delilah? Is, is it because you said dear listener? I don't, I don't <laughs> I even did, know what yeah. Delilah, yeah. It was like a radio show in the 80s. Oh. Right. Um, I'll send you a link. I think it's probably still on. Some listeners will, will laugh. Dear listener, um, I want you to think about what you still need to forgive yourself for. Ooh. What What's hanging out in, in your narrative, in your story that you are still beating yourself up over that you need to forgive yourself for? And how is it getting in the way? And what does that look like? Uh, what does mm-hmm. forgiveness look like for you? Okay, two more. Uh, what's one thing you know about yourself today, dear listener, mm. that, that you did not know just recently, just a, just a year or two ago? So it's not something that you know about yourself today that you didn't know, you know, say in high school or college, but what is something new that you know about yourself today? Oh, I love that. Okay, take it home, MC. Last one. Dear listener, what is the best thing that happened so far in 2023? Mm, I love that you're leaving on a positive note. <laughs> kind of my thing. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, now for this segment, we have to every time start, say, dear listener. We have to say I know. that. <laughs> dear listener, and then say the question. Dear, You have to say it. I'm going to send you a Delilah. Oh, yeah. Dear I, don't, I don't know. Any. Dear listener. Um, with my te- Teji Moksari, voice of the pig. Um, Thank you for listening, and MC. Thank you for uh, just bringing yourself. Thank, thank you for you. being this you. Is, yeah, this is so fun. Follow Dr. MC um, on TikTok, Instagram, all the all the things. She's been very busy um, producing lots of content, which is which is awesome. And also, she has a book called Unbroken. And finally, um, we're going to do a retreat together that is going Yay. to have a trauma angle. Um, a healing angle and so um, if you want to hang out with us in person and not just feel like you're uh, kind of hanging out with us but literally really hang out with us in person uh, you can do that as well yeah sweet all right be well thank you for listening